Folks, have you checked out the Irish History Podcast shop recently? Right now, I have a sale of 30% off everything when you use the code SALE30. So go to irishhistorypodcast.ie forward slash shop and get 30% off everything when you use the discount code SALE30. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello and welcome to the Irish History Podcast. My name is Finn Dwyer and this is Ireland 1014. What a difference a millennium makes. Today is the anniversary of one of the most famous battles in medieval Irish history, the Battle of Clontarf where the life achievements of Ireland's most famous king, Brian Boru, culminated in one of the most famous encounters of the medieval period. Now, as I mentioned in previous shows, I've been busy making an audiobook about this battle and Brian Boru's life, which gives you a blow-by-blow account of these incredible events. I'm delighted to say that this audiobook is available at irishhistorypodcast.ie forward slash Brian Boru. That's irishhistorypodcast.ie forward slash Brian Baru. Over two hours long, it only costs four ninety nine. However, I didn't want to let such a momentous day, a thousand years since that great battle, pass without releasing a podcast. So I've put together this short show, looking at some of the more perplexing and unusual aspects of life in 1014. There's no spoilers of the audiobook in this show. This is different material that didn't make the final cut due to time and space constraints. When looking back at the past, we need to put the time period we're talking about in context. The year 1014 is not really that long ago, given humans have been living in Ireland for at least 10,000 years. However, The change that has happened in the last 10 centuries has been so profound that almost all traces of the society that existed in 1014 has been obliterated by numerous conquests, wars and invasions, not to mention the technological revolution of the late 20th and early 21st century. In this context, I would go as far as to say that I think Brian Baru 
and the warriors fighting at Clontarf would probably have found themselves more at home at any point in the previous three or four thousand years before 1014 than they would today. They would not recognise our world, and perhaps more importantly for this show, we wouldn't recognise theirs. So in this episode, I'm going to take a look at some of the things that have disappeared, but were perplex, shock or stun us. To begin, I'm going to take a look at religion. Early medieval Ireland has been known as the land of saints and scholars, but in 1014, five centuries after St. Patrick and his contemporaries in the 5th century had begun the conversion of Ireland to Christianity, there were still strong remnants that lingered on in Ireland in the 10th and the 11th centuries. For example, if we had attended Brian Baru's inauguration as King of the Dáil Cosh in 976, what would probably have stood out to us most of all is that this did not take place in a church or a grand cathedral, but instead at a sacred grove of trees, where a ritual with origins deep in paganism was performed. Indeed, when the Normans arrived in 1169, they encountered similar rituals still in practice, if their analysts are to be believed. Well, this might surprise you. When I was researching for my audiobook, the thing that took me the greatest time to fathom was the impact the population size had on society. Around the year 1000, the population of Ireland stood at only 500,000 people. That's only about 8% of the population of Ireland today. To put this in context, nearly this amount of people will attend five concerts performed by Garth Brooks in Croke Park in Dublin this summer. This low population, I think, must have impacted nearly every aspect of life. For example... Were you to walk across medieval Ireland in 1014, you would encounter large sections of what we would just think of as wilderness or wasteland. This was land not yet brought under cultivation. While this would be inconceivable probably in Ireland today, in early medieval Ireland, the population simply wasn't big enough to exploit all the land available. The low population density must also have had a huge impact on how people lived their lives, in ways even people in the remotest of places cannot fathom today. The vast majority of the 500,000 or so people didn't live in towns. There was scarcely a handful of towns in, in early medieval Ireland. Dublin, the biggest, probably had no more than a few thousand people. The rest of the population lived in rural farmsteads, the remains of which can be seen in ring forts, or what are often called fairy forts in the Irish landscape. Living in these relatively isolated farmsteads, this would have meant spending large amounts of time with your close family. You wouldn't have been able just to call around to your neighbour's house. That could have involved a walk of several miles. The isolation would have been something unimaginable today. You would never hear the sounds of a car in the distance or see the flash of a headlight at night on a far-off road. This was true isolation. Indeed, the sounds of other humans at night wouldn't have been very comforting. If anything, it would have been reason to be worried. In this world, people, however, faced far worse challenges than isolation. Indeed, frequently, I think, people would have faced problems 
that would emotionally shatter people in modern Ireland. For example, and I don't think I'm giving anything away in the story of the audiobook by saying this, but when Brian Baru reached his 35th birthday, half of his 13 siblings had been executed by rivals, including a sister executed by her husband, of all people, for supposed adultery. Just imagine the impact this would have on a person today. I can't really figure out whether people in the medieval period were impacted or they were just used to it. If you've got opinions on that, it is something I'm really interested in. So you can contact me at Irish History Podcast on Facebook or Irish History on Twitter. Let me know what you think. All this said, I want to be careful not to represent Ireland in 1014 as unchanging misery, as the medieval world often is portrayed. The world was becoming a bigger place in this period, at least for people in Ireland anyway. Indeed, had we lived in Dublin in the years before that great battle fought at Clontarf, we would have heard reports from Viking merchants and sailors about settlers heading to a new land far, far to the west, known as Vinland. This was a region unknown to Europeans and inhabited by people Europeans had never met. This was Newfoundland. The Vikings weren't the only ones in society to venture far and wide. For example, two of Brian Baru's adversaries, the great Northern O'Neill king, Flabertoch, and the Viking Citric Silkbeard, successfully travelled to and from Rome on pilgrimage, an arduous journey, but one that indicates quite clearly that people in Ireland in the early 11th century had a good understanding of European geography and the world around them. I think the best way to try and understand Ireland in the year 1014 was as a society with one arm reaching into the distant past while another arm reached forward into what was an uncertain future. While these two aspects often sit uncomfortably with each other, this was the world of our medieval ancestors, one that would perplex, astonish and confound us, perhaps one of the reasons for our enduring fascination with medieval history. This is only a snippet of this fascinating world where my audiobook on Brian Baru is set. It's a world where life is unquestionably cheap and where blood was ultimately the price of power. Beginning in 941 with Brian's birth, this two-hour audiobook takes you on a fascinating and dramatic journey through medieval Ireland over the following seven decades. This is a time when Ireland was ravaged by Viking raiders and Irish kings who battled for dominance and it makes for a truly scintillating tale. Examining everything from childhood to warfare in the early medieval world, it'll transport you back 1,000 years for at least two hours. Downloading this book is simple. Just go to irishhistorypodcast.ie forward slash Brian Baru. That's B-R-I-A-N-B-O-R-U. And just click the Buy Now button. So when this show ends, to experience that world I have just described in this show, go to irishhistorypodcast.ie forward slash Brian Baru. Until next time, Slán. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.